Hello everyone, welcome back to the podcast. In today's episode, I'll be touching on the subconscious mind. This one, it's exciting. I mean, every topic is exciting, but before we get into it quickly, let me just ask if you've been enjoying the podcast, if you've gotten value, just go on Spotify if you want to help me out and drop me a quick star rating, whatever you think. Much appreciation. So the subconscious mind, the simple way to express this would be we have this thing that I'll label a internal battle and there's one side of you which understands what is healthy for you what leads you feeling good and then there's the other side of you which sometimes isn't thinking in a strategic manner and it can really be overcome by quick instant wants needs emotional urges um these these moments where you forget about the bigger picture and you sort of fall prone to temptation and urges bad habits etc and what i want to express here is that you can tap into this thing which is the subconscious mind and rather than thinking and thinking your way through your career, your life, your emotional struggles if you educate yourself on how to intentionally take advantage of the subconscious you can actually get much more done with much less effort and mm What's that sound like to you to get much more done with less effort? To me, that sounds like a dream. I think a wonderful way to draw the line between your rational analytic mind and the all-powerful subconscious is to understand this sort of analogy where let's say you have a situation which is uncomfortable, you're not pleased with, and you try to think your way through it and you're you're sitting there pondering just doing all that you can to come up with a solution every time that i've done that i find myself very frustrated and annoyed and on the other hand have you ever you know said well this isn't working i'm frustrated i'm annoyed so i'm i'm going to do something else i'm i'm done sitting in this this emotional anger rather maybe maybe I'll figure out tomorrow or later and or in a few hours etc and then let's say tomorrow comes you're in the shower and you just bing you have this thought and it's exactly what you needed or another way to express this would be the difference between when you're in school you're in a class which you don't want to be in how slow the time goes in comparison for me something that i i have to sneeze something that i deeply enjoyed is playing sports and <coughs> you know i'm not going to edit that out Why why would I edit that out? <laughs> There's no need. <laughs> Apologies if it was loud, if it annoyed you. Well, 
it is what it is. What I was getting at is the power of when you are in this state of flow. And I was leading into, for me, it happens, or it, it first happened when I was playing sports. So it's the comparison of the, the fact that time is relative. Time can feel very slow when you're in a class that you don't want to be in, or time can go so extremely quickly if you're doing something that is super enjoyable to you. And you're, there's just so many avenues to find yourself in the state of flow. But flow is correlated to the subconscious mind because your rational, overthinking, analytical mind has turned off when you have reached the state of flow. And the, the beauty happens when you optimize. Well, how do you optimize? First, you understand the differences and how to get, how to set up your environment in a way which allows for you to fall into the state of flow more often than not. And I think one of the main understandings that we have to, or not have to, but that is so beneficial is understanding that the power of the subconscious is greater than the power of the analytical mind. So once you hear that and understand it, you realize, wait, I can get more answers by just allowing for the subconscious to come to the answers. Now, how do you allow for that to happen? Well, there are many details in that process and we will get there. But how do you not allow that to happen? It's by thinking that you only have this analytical mind, this rational mind. But the, the tricky reality is there's, there's more than one part of you. You see, there is what you refer to as I, and it's like Justin Agliscus, he has brown hair, he's six foot tall, et cetera, et cetera. Or Justin has this certain personality, yeah, yeah, yeah. But then you can get to deeper stages of understanding who and what you are. And a good way to express this would be, um, you're not a human having, you're not a human doing, but you are a human being. And what, what's the difference between <clears throat> having, doing, and being? The difference is on the third level of being, you identify, <clears throat> you identify yourself with who you are, the quality of you, not your personality, not your likes, your opinions, but are you balanced? Are you compassionate? Are you understanding? Are you strong and confident and grateful? Those are qualities of a being. Rather, a personality is more like, you know, I'm neurotic, I'm depressed, I'm um, enthusiastic. I mean, you could, there's fine lines here. You know, the traits can be described as being and personalities. But the thing is, if you only see personalities, that's when you're stuck 
in not being. Being is the, the state of mind which is tightly linked to the subconscious because it understands that this world, this universe, planet, etc., it operates not on descriptions, opinions, personalities, or um, physical perceptions. It operates on a scale of energetic vibrations and frequencies. And this is what Nikolai Tesla was uh, really coming to in his days. And this is, I'm not going to be some closed-minded fool, but in my direct experience, this is the absolute most powerful truth that I've came to. Eh? Maybe I'll be proven wrong one day. I'm not here to, you know, stand on the pedestal and, and say, I'm right, this is the truth. But for my direct experience, what seems right to me and all of the people who just truly are healthy, kind, and compassionate beings, this is their truth as well. So take it with a grain of salt, you know? I, I prefer that no one ever just believes what comes out of my mouth. What would be much more appropriate is if you take the time to reflect upon what you hear from me. Don't believe me, but just apply it, consider it, be open, and see if it is something that makes sense to you. And if it does, hey, roll with it. But it's important that we understand there's more than just the rational mind. Like statistics, statistics tell a story, but What's more important than the statistic, it's the context of where that stat was coming from. Same thing with the rational and subconscious mind. The rational mind is implanted in a bigger thing, which is the subconscious mind. And then another analogy would be, you know, the clouds are not the entire sky. The clouds are a piece of the sky, just as our rational mind is a piece of the subconscious. And many humans, this is why we have, well, this is a part of why we have much suffering on our planet, is because many humans do not understand this reality, that the subconscious is bigger than the rational mind. And many humans are stuck, or they haven't understood this, and now they see the rational mind as the big picture. But they're only seeing the small part of the big picture. And that is which leads to much confusion and suffering and, you know, the destruction of nature, which, oh, that, that will come. Everything, everything's all right. But the way that we treat nature, the way that the Western world sees nature is quite broken. See, when you unravel this truth that we are beings, we're beings of energetic frequencies. And you start to realize that every single thing on this universe has a frequency. What, what that means is you kill a bug, you kill an insect. Okay, if you step on it by accident, that's fine. But if you intentionally are going to go out of your way to, you know, destroy a branch, cut down a tree, etc., kill animals, like... This stuff comes back to you. I'm not saying it to make you feel bad. Like, I'm not a vegan. But my point is, we have to be a bit more intentional with 
how we carry ourselves, with how we create our lives. Because, oh, the lack of intention is what leads to unnecessary pain and suffering. And mm, I'll get into more solutions. So when I mention solutions, I, I'm coming at it from this angle of let's make things better than they are. We're never going to be perfect. So what is a practical thing there? For example, the difference between factory farmed cows and chickens and free range cows and chickens. It is a 100% difference. When, you know, I heard this thing and I don't know, it makes sense to me. If you think about it, like with humans as children, this was my experience. As long as I had people to play with and food and water, I was a happy child. And, you know, I, I had a good mother. I have a good mother. And what, what does the word good mean anyways? <laughs> She's very loving, compassionate, understanding, caring. She treated me as she would like to be treated herself. Okay. <laughs> I'm getting off using certain words like good and bad because I, I'm beginning to realize, wait, what... I think is good could be horrible to someone else. So we have to be a bit more detailed in our language. And what I'm expressing here is a cow, just as Justin the child was happy, simply having some people to play with, a cow on a free range pasture, pasture with green grass and other cows and just freedom of acres. That's a happy cow. And I don't know exactly how you can end the life of an animal in a way which it is not fearful. I would lean toward it being very quick and unexpected in a very um, comfortable place that the cow lives. So I, I'm not saying that we can't use animals to survive. I, I mean, we've been doing this forever, so I'm not going to say I'm against it, but I also am against the the terrible lack of ethics, which I don't know how governments allow for this stuff. Like the factory farming, the squishing of animals into, mm, like, don't get me started. I know I'm ranting now, talking about subconscious and here we are. <laughs> but the, the harsh reality is that it, it's mind blowing to me that we have the technology that we have, the infrastructure, the amazing things that humans have created, and we're still torturing animals in factory farms. There are still um, kids in Gambia starving to death. What, what is going on here? And I'm not here complaining or acting as if the world is horrible. No, all I'm doing is asking a question which should bring some awareness to anyone who hears this and make them realize, oh, wait, we, we still have much to improve. And the word awareness is what I want to get into because I just don't think many humans are paying attention to what I just said right there. Um, people in America are busy scrolling TikTok, you know, doing whatever they desire to do, um, feeling miserable for themselves. You know, the truth is, buddy, I've been there. But the reality, the harsh reality is it's much worse in other places. People have it way harder than you. And 
that was a tough pill for me to swallow because I was stuck in a victim survival mode for, oh, God knows how long. And it was like self-pity, self-pity. But then you come to realize eventually, if you're aware, you come to realize how grateful that you are and the opportunity that is in front of you with the technology that we have to reduce the amount of suffering that other humans, animals, anything that's conscious. We, we have this opportunity to reduce pain all around the world. If we live in an intentional way and use our energy with a specific healthy reasoning behind it. So all of that, which I just said, it comes from my subconscious. Like the only reason I have this intent to make the world better is something came to me. Like Justin's ego is much more selfish than everything that I've just described to you. And that's the difference between ego, self of sense of I, rational analytical mind, and then the subconscious mind that has compassion for everything, animals, humans, children in Gambia. This is the difference. See, the subconscious mind is tapped in to the fact that the universe is a beautifully complex powerhouse. See, let's just think for, for a minute. Volcanoes, tsunamis, hurricanes, tornadoes, the ocean in general. The power of nature will forever, um, I don't want to say be more powerful than man because nature and man is one. We are th the same exact thing. That's the simplest way I can explain the deepest truth of reality is everything on this planet is one. Now, how can we use that in a practical manner? Well, what we have to just understand is that when you are more connected with that universal truth, your mind will shift in a manner which on a everyday basis, you will change the way that you think, act, and believe the world to be because you understand, wait, if I feel a certain way, which was in pain, upset, sad, and I didn't like to feel that way. That means that any time that I act in a manner which spreads that pain to anything on this planet, you're increasing the amount of suffering. Therefore, if you can realize, if you can understand how to raise your awareness in a way where everything that you do act and say is actually making the world more peaceful, more calm, stronger, um, more intentional, compassionate, etc. You can actually have such a powerful ripple effect. It's mind-blowing. It's mind-blowing because, you know, throw the pebble in the water, it ripples. You treat one person with kindness. You have no idea how that might change their day. And then therefore, how many people do they come across in their day, etc. Compounding, ooh, Compounding is not to be underestimated. So I'm here speaking to you, but everyone has different gifts. For me, now realizing, now being more aware, I could tell that anytime that I got called on to read a book in elementary school, 
there was something I was doing. I, I felt it internally. I don't know. I don't know. But internally, I felt calm. I felt as if my voice was calming other people. And now, what do you know? It took me many years to figure out that this is something that I've just been given. I, I have no idea what and how it all works. That being said, you have gifts. It might be painting. It might be doing very complex, rational thinking in the field of engineering. I don't know what your gifts are, but what I do know is that every single being on this universe has gifts. And the the way that you create a fulfilling and meaningful, flowing daily experience on a moment-to-moment -moment level is to identify what your gifts are and to figure out how to use them to reduce the amount of pain or suffering in the world. And now, on a very zoomed-in content level, I have no idea what that's going to be for you. Not a clue. But where you can begin, and I think this was my subconscious mind from a very young age, like hinting, I... I had this feeling of what I did not like and what I didn't want to do. And that was not being free. It was being told what to do, being told how to think, etc., etc. So you might align with that, you might not. But what I want you or what will benefit you, I don't want you to. I, this is just the truth. It will benefit you and your future and our universe if you get crystal clear on that which disgusts you. And I'm not talking disgust you as an ego. I'm talking on a deep feeling being level. Like, what don't you want to do? What don't you want to become? And then you can use the tactic, the strategy of reverse engineering. And it's your vision, your gifts, they take mm, many hours to figure out. Um, this stuff does not just poof, it doesn't just come to you. It, it's revealed only to the beings who, who are willing to say, I'm going to stand up and really trust my gut and roll with what feels right on a deep level inside of me. Not listening to grandpa or dad or Joe down the street, but to say deep inside, this is what feels right to me. And I hear those other opinions, but they're not a example of what I want to become in my life. Therefore, I don't see the sense in, in doing what they tell me to do. See, I don't want you to be arrogant and to just say, I know it all. I'm not going to listen to others' opinions. What I would, what I embody is your opinion's interesting, but I'm not just going to throw out my values for your opinions. So hear people, you know, you have two ears, one mouth. There's a reason behind that ratio. You're meant to be a listener. We learn so much by listening and Mm. What I realized, this is hindsight, but if I would have spoken much less in my past, it would have been much easier. Huh? 
you know, I bet you that maybe it's true for you as well. When we talk, especially when we're um, very egotistical and stuck in our sense of self and, you know, our wants, desires, and needs, we say a lot of silly shit. And, you know, here I am talking, talking, talking. But right now, everything I'm saying, I'm talking to myself. Like, whether I, I don't care how many views this gets. I'm saying this because my subconscious, my intuition, my being on a deep level says that this feels right. I don't care if people like this 50 years from now, like it 100 years from now. It doesn't matter to me. What, what matters to me is that I deeply feel strong when sharing this message. And that's a sign. So the subconscious mind, it, it's tricky, you know? The materialistic world is is to be appreciated. We are in the materialistic world. So the beauty I feel comes when you understand, yeah, we, you know, become wealthy because the rational world, you know, that's kind of important. It's important to survive, to feed your family, to feed yourself, to learn how to communicate, how to articulate yourself, how to do these human things. That being said, it is just as important to understand the unseen, how you feel on a deep level, you know, paying attention to your breath and just realizing like, there's nothing except for now. There is the ability to think about the past and the future, but you can't just go there. There's nothing except for right now. That being said, why would we not invest our energy and time and effort, our focus, into creating the best feeling right now. I just, I can't come up with an answer that justifies not doing your most to feel good in this current moment. And, you know, side note, half the time, the things that feel good in the moment on a, a pleasure-seeking level will, will bite you in the ass in the long run. So, it takes time to understand these nuances because as you listen, I'm going to contradict myself all day because life is not black and white. It is millions of shades of gray. So right now I feel amazing in the moment because I'm doing something which took years to come to, you know, but then on the other hand, you could, you know, let's say, uh, I don't even want to come up with the example, but there are so many examples of instant gratification that is unhealthy for your future. So there's a difference between doing something intentionally, which you have trained and learned to enjoy, which took many hours of delaying gratification. But in this moment, now you're able to appreciate the thousands of hours of effort in, in comparison to the instant gratifying acts, which are very simple, very easy, you know? So usually what's hard in the moment is going to be amazing for your future and vice versa. Vice versa. To get more in touch with your subconscious, it, hmm, maybe, maybe I should have told you this earlier. I don't know. <laughs> to get more in touch with your subconscious, it comes down to very practical things. Your nutrition, the quality of the food that you eat, relates to the energy that you have. And the energy that you have tightly correlates to the clarity of the mind. Clarity of the mind correlates to the quality of the questions you ask. 
the quality of the questions you ask links to the answers that you get, the actions you take, and the thoughts you think. So that being said, when you eat good and you understand how energy works, you can optimize your life in a manner which allows you to invest your energy intentionally, to create high energy sustainably, and therefore to become a efficient being and get the most out of your limited days, limited 24 hours. See, like, what's the difference between someone who, some, <clears throat> someone like Einstein or Alan Watts, these amazing thinkers, these amazing beings who, who just created so much value in their time. What's the difference between them and someone who, who doesn't do that? Someone who, you know, dies young due to addiction or dies in dies way too early due to driving in a in a drunk rampage what's the difference the difference is how intentional they were with their energy which led to more awareness and that awareness is the key factor which determines your actions your thoughts and your beliefs and when you're more aware you realize wait if i think a certain way if I partake in a certain action, I'm consistently left feeling a way which I, I don't want to feel. And therefore, if you're aware enough, you can change that and you can begin to start feeling better. See, like the truth of why I'm doing this is because I used to feel way worse than I feel now. And now my bad days are like the best days of my life in my past. And that's interesting, right? As you progress through the scale of awareness, um, you come to realize, ah, this is interesting. Like, life feels way different than it ever has felt before. And I, it's not that I want this for you or you need to get to this place, but if you're interested in this sort of stuff, then that's your subconscious pushing you to this place. Like, let me tell you, my rational ego, if you asked me um, six years ago when I graduated high school, if this was what I would be doing with my time and energy, you, you know, I, I would have no idea. I'd be dumbfounded, speechless, just in utter shock. Like if someone showed me the crystal ball and said, yeah, this is you. And like, not out of disappointment, just out of pure awe. Like, what? I have no idea why I'm doing this, truly. It's it's just a pull that has come from the heart, which, you know, the heart and the intuitive mind, the universe, nature, subconscious, it's all interchangeable labels. And um, I wonder if I said this at the beginning. Yeah, here's a reminder. If this is valuable, if it's enjoyable, just drop me a star rating. It, it's so quick. And I appreciate that. I'm grateful for you. I just... Eh, I do this because I know this is what I would have loved to hear a bit earlier. And if, you know, if I could do that for you, if I could let you hear something which, which is insightful and guides you towards a more peaceful daily moment-to-moment -moment experience, hey, I'm happy to do that, 100%. So if you want to reach more internal peace, 
Mm. Do you do any breath work? That would be a place where I would begin. Guided meditations, guided breath work. It, it starts there. Something that's so simple that could help you is just breathing through your nose and repeating a word like strong, confident, kind, compassion, beauty, appreciation, abundance, integrity, etc. You know, healthy words with a high energetic frequency. It's very simple and that will help you. And what this comes down to is training our ability to focus our attention. You know, all this stuff, which is free, it's free because your attention is the currency. And see, that's important to understand. Um, another amazing thing would be to read. Just start with one page a day. If you're doing breath work, one minute a day. And then, you know, compound. Two minutes, five minutes, etc. If you break your streak, don't think of it in streaks because it's more of a lifestyle change, an identity shift. It's not like a diet. I'm going to do this for a week. Wait, wait, wait. Like, no. It, <laughs> that's not sustainable when you look at it that way. We want to create a sustainable, fulfilling, high-energy lifestyle. And so if you if you break your, your habit, uh, your healthy habits, then you just restart one minute a day, one page a day. And eventually you'll get to the point where you don't have to do that. But if you're just starting with this healthy stuff, that's a good way to do it. And to conclude, I'm open to working one-on-one -on -one with people, to growing together with individuals. See, I can't help you. I don't have a magic pill for you. I don't have a course that's going to solve your problems. What I do have is a ability inside of my heart to create an atmosphere to create the space which is going to allow you to feel so much better than you used to feel so if you're interested in creating confidence you know building a powerful body powerful mind and just becoming someone who when you look in the mirror you're like wow i'm attracted to that person internally and externally if that interests you I'll link my Twitter. You can just shoot me a DM and, you know, we'll see if we mesh. I, I don't work with everyone because you need to be on a certain level. I'm not going to work with, you know, Justin six years ago. Maybe I'll work with Justin of two years ago, but not Justin of six years ago. So I appreciate you deeply wishing you nothing but joy and yeah, big smile.